Welcome back. Happy Monday. This is episode five of We Watch Dead People. Oh, I thought maybe you would say it with me. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, it, that would all, it would be all. You want to do it again? No. Episode five of We, we Watch Dead, Dead People. People. Yeah, that no, was good. No, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> um, this week, I don't know if you saw it on our Instagram. If you're not following the cl- our Instagram. The clues were a little more obvious this yeah, week. Yeah, go follow our Instagram because I give three clues. And yes, this week's were very obvious. But that's okay. I mean, yeah. I just, I didn't. Yeah. Well, that's the new movie. That was It, it was Pet Cemetery, the new one. Oh yeah, did yes. I even say that? No. No. Oh, sorry. Well, I did say <laughs> housekeeping is up to you this week. So, what? Go ahead. Uh, okay. So, Pet Cemetery came out this past Friday. It's the second adaptation of uh, Stephen King's novel of the same name from 1983. They did a version in 1989 that Stephen King actually wrote the screenplay for and is generally regarded as one of the better adaptations of his books. This new to one... film? Yeah. Okay. This new one uh, is directed by two guys, Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer, and it was written by... Jeff Bueller, I am not familiar with any of those names, um, and it stars Jason Clark as uh, Lewis, and it also has uh, Amy Simmets as Rachel, his wife, uh, John Lithgow as Judd Crandall, and then in the roles of Ellie and Gage, Lewis and Rachel's kids, you have uh, Yet- Yete or Jet, I don't know how to, J-E-T and then E with an accent, I don't know how to say that name. Is it for the little girl? Yeah. I don't know how to say that name. I don't either. Jette Lawrence. Did she take French? Jette. Jette Lawrence? I don't know. No, I think it's And then Hugo and Lucas Lavallee. Oh, yeah, because there there were a lot of French people who made this movie. This is not spoilers, but it is the end of the movie. Well, the credits were rolling. It was filmed in Montreal, I'm reading right now. Oh, okay. So where they speak French, we were like, wow, this is a lot of French-looking-sounding people in their names. Well, there you have it. So So we're learning together. We will let people know when we're going to be talking about spoilers. Right, Um, again, because this is a new one like us. We'll, We'll take some time not spoiling it. Yeah, but the general gist of the movie uh is that there's uh this family moves out to the sticks (laughs) for like we're slowing things down getting away from that big city life and uh which is boston yeah in this one i I think in the i think in the in the original it's like um i think it's from chicago but in both movies they go to ludlow maine because it's a stephen king story so of course they have to go to maine and uh they get this new house with a whole bunch of woods behind it, and in exploring the woods, uh, some of the kids discover that there's a pet cemetery spelled S-E-M-A-T-A-A-R-Y, um, and it becomes known that burying pets uh, or other things in that cemetery <laughs> has some sort of mystical property of reanimating them. But they don't come back Quite the same. That's dun, right. dun, dun, dun. We did a trailer. Yeah. And so, so the original, the book is quite good. It's sort of an interesting... Yeah, uh, this med- is where I feel like not educated or prepared to do this podcast because I've not read the book and I've not, I've not read the book and I have not seen 
the what did you say it was 88 89 89 well we probably should have watched it for this one but maybe we can go back and do it another time no matter um it's much better than this one we'll get oh, to that in a second <laughs> this, this is golly we've watched four good horror movies to start this podcast but there um, had to be there had to be a dud at some point you might not uh, like and we're not purposely picking duds we picked this one because it was like new and it was getting good reviews and yes so we it did like, that's it was quite surprising it um, oh man it was it wasn't good um that's not spoiling anything that's our opinion well, did we not enjoy it get into why it was bad in a bit but like uh yeah i mean pet cemetery works off of a general kind of hokey conceit like it's a tribal burial ground and we don't get why they come back but they do and it ain't quite right but the original story the book ultimately is actually a pretty um thoughtful meditation on grief and loss and like what ends you will go to to make that loss go like feel as though it can go away in the original and i also think okay but not just about grief and loss and the lengths and that sort of thing but also i think the idea of like what makes you human because when they're reanimated or brought back to life they're like not fully the same and i think that kind of deals with something with grief like even if you've kept something or someone after death it's not quite the same yes (laughs) i i would agree with that i think um yeah i think it 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 has the actual story has several poignant things to say about really human issues even if you sort of pull them away from uh, the sort of supernatural spooky stuff, which is usually what a really good horror movie does. And the original movie, like, uh, it, it's not lighthearted by any stretch of the means, but it's sort of, it stays faithful to the book, but also, you know, no, it isn't, it's self-aware enough to know that it's kind of schlocky. Um, the new movie was not so self-aware. They thought they were making a capital S serious horror movie. And instead, I mean, it's full of so many unintentional laughs and uh, weird comments and sort of amateur-looking scenes. Um, Sets. Yeah, badly acted acted scenes, poorly designed sets, um, bad special effects, and they didn't tap into the emotional potential of the story at all. You don't care about these people at all. There's a moment uh, partway through where there's a big, it's like, oh, oh, like a tragedy kind of, I can't believe that just happened scene, except you just don't care. <laughs> I, I I didn't feel anything. Yeah, no, ditto, I didn't. I was kind of in shock that we, no. I wasn't in shock until the middle of it where I was like, why don't I care? And then upon reflection, I was like, because I hated the beginning. The foundation was so poor that there was no redeeming it. The dialogue, as soon as the dialogue started, it was that kind of like hokey thing, but they were so serious about it. Kind of like a like a telenovela, like a, like a drama on TV where they were like, yep, we're just big city people, but now we're in the country. Isn't it nice that things are simple out here yeah you know like he he, he like, starts uh, his job at the at the university hospital and they're like dr lewis somebody's in with a nosebleed and he's like wow it's really tough here like you know it's <laughs> just it's so ridiculous and and yeah there's just like no room for these characters to develop one of the, one of the biggest 
to relationships in the original book and, and to some degree in the original movie is the relationship between um, Lewis and Judd, who in this movie is played by John Lithgow. And, uh, you know, like in the book, Lewis is describing his relationship with Judd as like they're the best, one of the best friends he's ever made. You don't get that in this. That, see, that all. surprises me because I haven't read the book, but no. They didn't. In fact, Judd was almost kind of creepy, but not in a horror movie creepy. Like a weird neighbor. Like you move in and then you're like, oh, like he's like, ah, oh, Ellie's really touched my heart. I love your daughter. And it's which, like, which, she's come over once. Like, yeah, that's what? exactly. Like, there's not. saw her in the forest once. There's nothing done to establish a, a tangible connection between uh, any of the characters. I mean, you just like don't believe them as a family, you don't believe them as neighbors, you don't believe them as friends. You don't, yeah, did you say as a family? Yeah. Okay, I'd like to hit that point again, as a family. Especially in the beginning where I was like, is this just child acting? You know, not to be rude, but you know, kids. Yeah. But I don't even think it was that. I think it was just dialogue. And maybe the movie leaned too heavy on the idea that Pet Cemetery as a story has history and so people come in with that background knowledge and assume these kind of things and have that sort of set up for them. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe. Kind of like sequels? Yeah, maybe. I think they really just were trying to hit the cash cow button after how well it did. They thought we can do another Stephen King movie and it's going to make us a bunch of money. No, I um, Because, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they made this movie on the on the cheap, even for horror. Well, $21 million according to Wikipedia here. I mean, which shocks me because... As because I said, holy cow. it looks so amateurish at certain point, mm. points. There's, there are some parts, uh, particularly with the. We're gonna go into spoilers here in a minute, so I'll just, we're just, you so, know, if we haven't made you've it clear, been warned. yeah, yeah, like, well, let's talk about it now. I mean, I don't even think people should go see it, but that's just well, how I, well, that's how I feel about it. They I should, know it just feels so strong. Well, it's just. I don't think so I like, either. I, I like just going to the mo- to say it. I like going to the movies, but I would have rather spent my money on something else. It actually. was funny. Well, yeah, you'll get some, good, got laughs some if, good laughs if you go with a, if you go with some friends. You might laugh at it, but anyway, spoilers. Now, <laughs> in the original story, Gage, the little boy, is the one who's hit by this like tra- tractor trailer, um, and then Lewis buries him, and he comes back. That's like the like. Central, a, yeah. central point of the plot. In this movie, they do a, a little switch, and it's um, Ellie instead. But if you watch the trailers for the movie, which I didn't until after we saw the movie, they give that away, which is ridiculous. But anyways, early on in the movie, Lewis uh, at the hospital, uh, Victor Pascal, oh. comes into the hospital has, having been hit by a car, and like, it's... It's gross. You can see like his brain pulsing through his like half this his hole face in his is head. Gone. What yeah. is that guy from? Is it Batman? Hmm. The guy he has half a face. Two face. Well, Two it's face. way more graphic than that. It was like actually disturbing, and I thought like yeah, it was achy. W- when it happened, it was, I was the first piece of gore. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like this. It okay. set up that expectation. And then the next bit of gore is when Ellie gets hit by this horrible horribly computer truck yeah but it's horribly computer generated it looks yes terrible and she gets hit by it and when they cut to the shot of her body she's just laying in the grass pristine like not even any dirt on her or anything there's a smudge of blood on the front of the tractor trailer yeah but like but like nothing 
But and, not, they didn't want to do Hereditary. Well, that's it. They because didn't want to show kid death. There's the famous uh, Achilles tendon scene from the original, and they have that again here. With oof, Judd, oof. Judd gets his Achilles tendon just like slashed to ribbons, Slash. and it is gross. So they couldn't bring themselves to go whole hog with the gore for a kid because I think it's because it's a universal movie. Like it's a little more mainstream than like Hereditary, where yeah. they they didn't feel worried about knocking a little kid's head off and making you worry about it. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Hereditary. Oh yeah, sorry. No, well, I brought that up. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, so it was really inconsistent and weird, and then so that looked terrible. There that were, looked terrible. Can we talk about the first time they bury anything, which oh, yeah. is the cat. church. Yeah, and the cat. so at first, Judd is like, oh, let's go bury him in the pet cemetery. And they go to the actual pet cemetery. And then he's like, El- Judd's like, Ellie really loved that cat. I think we should bury him somewhere else. I would also like to jump in there before, because I know what you're going to yeah. get to. This is a big flaw with the movie as compared to the original uh, story and movie, because... Judd in those is, like, a little more nefarious, like, pushing them to the cemetery to bury things so they can be reanimated. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, I can't really remember if he has a good reason for doing that, but I do remember that he's, like, a A little little more... evil? Yeah. Okay. In this movie, he's, like, I just thought... It seemed like a nice cat. I thought it would be different this time. Like, he's just a big fucking dummy. Like, there is... (laughs) That's (laughs) not... And John Lithgow is horrible. Like, 75% of his lines in this movie are laugh-out-loud stupid. Like, we laughed about this many times over the past couple days, but during that exact scene you're about to describe, they're walking through the woods, and there's, like, a 15-second long, like, you know, like, sound. Excellent Foley work. Thank you. And Lewis is like, what What the hell was that? And John Lithgow is just like, it's just a loon. Just a loon. <laughs> like, what? And they just never, they never talk about that again. Yeah, he, like, he doesn't even go, mm, mm-hmm, a loon, okay. Or like, or like, we need to walk faster. You know, like, nothing. It's just nothing. like. And at that same moment where they're hearing the scary noises, this is also more picky of me, but they're stepping in a stream of water to like cross, mm-hmm. whatever. And there's a whole shot of their feet fully submerged in the water and no one makes any comment that they were just on dry land and now their shoes are submerged i don't know why that stood out to me but if i all of a sudden stepped in a creek and my shoe was completely covered in water i'd be like i thought one of them did say something about it but oh well maybe i missed it but i really don't think they said anything but okay back to that scene looking terrible yeah, this is the more egregious through, part. Oh my gosh, it looked like a bad haunted house or those haunted house that they like put on in woods. Did you ever have those? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's all blue. Everything's blue. They've got fog machines. They've got bad CG. Like, they're clearly on a soundstage. You can actually see where it's a soundstage. Like, like there, where I, the... I can actually think of very the prop few... prop trees and then the... And then, like, a wall. Like, there are very few movies where I, you can... I can name where you can actually tell when they're walking on the soundstage. And this movie was probably the clearest it's ever been. It was and the, nuts. There's, there's like a strike of lightning The worst the lightning back. I've ever okay. seen. Like <laughs> what it reminded me of, and I wrote this down that I have to put this, in case anybody else knows this movie... 
But um, there's a 1960s like Disney Christmas musical called Babes in Toyland that my grandma had on VHS <laughs> and we would watch it all the time. And the bad guy in that movie is Barnaby and he lives up on this castle on the hill. And it looks just like this scene. Like it's Jesus. all blue. It's just a drawing of a castle. And then they've got like fake lightning coming down. And so while I was watching that, I was just like, oh, Babes in Toyland. But more fog? Yeah. There was so, a lot. They were thick with the thog. Fog. Yeah. Someone again, got a fog machine and was like, this could look spooky. Well, and again, if there were, if it was with a purpose, like, I think of Young Frankenstein, where they're very purposefully are, like, showing stuff like that. Or Edward Scissorhands, where there are shots. Oh, yeah. Shots of, like, these hokey looking buildings, uh, like, up on the hill, it's spooky, you know? Yeah. But they're doing it because they're, like, riffing off of, like, uh, the whole movie has that kind of vibe, and so you can pick up on that it's more of a commentary. Yeah, but Pet, Sem- like Pet Cemetery is trying really hard to be a serious horror movie, and it fails at every single turn. There were several moments in the movie where it seemed like they were clearly copying stuff from Hereditary. I mean, there the, mm-hmm. there there's a shot in particular when... Ellie dies and her grave is being lowered and the camera moves with the coffin under the dirt, just like in Hereditary. I mean, to be fair, they also do that in Beetlejuice. Well, okay. But I, I feel like with the child death thing, it it's hard not to think of the two movies in the same breath. And well, I, I think Hereditary set way too high a bar for my expectations on how child death is portrayed in movies <laughs> and the grief that follows because both... Jason Clark and Amy Simons do not sell their grief for their child's death. I think at the all. mom did it a little bit better, but she just didn't have very m- many lines or like opportunities. Like you see her kind of crying, but it's n- she's she's no and, Tony. And then she Collette. leaves. Yeah, yeah, and then she just leaves. She can't handle it. J- Jason, I, Cl- oh sorry, go ahead. No, well, what I thought of actually was The Exorcist because then when Ellie comes back, because her dad buries her. Sorry if this is jumping way ahead, but she's like now nah, she's spooky evil Ellie, and she's got her hair kind of and all her clothes are her dirty face, all of a sudden. Her, yeah, <laughs> and she looks like gross. even the tutu, like the clothes that she didn't, she wasn't buried in. Yeah. Or suddenly just dirty yeah she's just she's just a spooky girl but she's like crawling around she's got a knife and she's switching switching the knife and she's saying bad words i thought of the exorcist i was like this is like exorcist kind of like demony kind of little girl but i just amateur hour like it the really big bummer was jason clark uh though because he obviously has the most to do um yeah, he has to carry the movie. Yeah, well, and he the, can't even carry the, the whole, American accent. The whole original, well, yeah, the whole original. It's <laughs> a really good point. Thank the you. Whole, the whole, yeah, he slips into that Australian Not accent. That, a few I times. mean, I feel bad saying that because like it's hard to do an accent, but it's. Yeah, <laughs> but the whole the whole point of the story is it's supposed to be about this father who's trying. He loses everything, and he keeps trying to make it right, and it doesn't work, and he doesn't. You know, that's supposed to be, like, that's an emotional story. You're watching a grieving father, like, struggling to keep his family together. Oh, and identifying with that place of where when things get so bad that you're just grasping at straws and everybody else can see that you're failing. Yeah, and that's what ultimately leads him to bury his child in the pet cemetery and reanimate them. But you don't get that desperation No, he's, like, sad, and then he makes eye contact with Judd, and Judd's like, don't do it. And then he does it. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then they also, because they mixed up the ending a little bit, undercut 
that idea that he keeps trying and trying and trying because ultimately... Yeah, what is the original ending? I'm sorry that... I'm sorry I'm ill-prepared. Well, he bury, he buries everybody in the pet cemetery and he keeps... Everybody. Yeah. And he, All of them die. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I mean, I might be misremembering a little bit of this, but I remember the ending is like, he buries his wife and he buries her faster than the others because he thinks that might like somehow work. Yeah. yeah. And then the end of the movie, she comes up behind him while he's like waiting for her in the house or something. Oh. And in this movie instead... Ellie, the little girl, like, drags her down and buries her so that they can team up and fight him. And, and kill like, him. Yeah, and, and, then they, him. and then they go get the little boy. Well, we don't actually see that. He's, like, locked in the car, but the Swear last shot yeah. is, yeah. Um, them walking towards the car. It should also be noted that the end scene in which they fight Jason Clark is absurd. Like, little, gr- little girl all of a sudden, like, is drop-kicking this man, and, like, well, and she's her- going, and she has this weird, like, animated, like, waving her arms, like... She's waving her arms as he's, like, trying to decapitate her with a shovel, which, again, both Hereditary and Exorcist vibes, in the way she kind of moves. It's, yeah, but, like, all over the place, kind of weird. But way worse looking, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying equal to, I'm yeah. saying reminded me of. Yeah. And, like, she's flailing around, and he's like, oh, I have to kill my daughter, and she's like no she like relaxed she's like no daddy and then the mom just like stabs him from behind and i don't yeah it was just oh her strength is another inconsistency when she comes back yeah she gets her ass like, beat sometimes and then no, like the, the mom like locks herself and gage in the bathroom and puts oh, just right, a dresser yeah. in front of the door and it Ellie takes like 10 freaking minutes of like pounding on the door trying to get past that dresser. But then in the next scene goes, drop kicks her father and he Who's falls. like a buff man. Yeah. Right? He's a big guy yeah. and she's a tiny girl and she just kicks him and he yeah. goes down. Didn't make any sense. I think the only um, parts of this movie, well, the two, the two, it's mostly jump scares and bad ones. And the only two that got me, there's like a scene right when they get to the house where like a tractor trailer like zooms by. Yeah, that was like, that oh. made me jump a little bit. And also when Jason Clark goes to dig up his daughter, the fir- when he's the shovel hits the dirt for the first time, it made me jump a little bit. Yeah, it's but a then, loud noise. But then when he rebears her and he's just like digging and then he's like looks up, he's like, Rah! Yeah, he you like screams, he's like digging with a rock in his hand. He's like, oh, no. It just made me laugh. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Ellie, as he's covering her dead face with dirt yeah. and you're just like uh. those are those are the only two <laughs> jump scares that got me i have another funny line but i'll come back to that in a second um the Is only it the hmm, what the this one i, well, I wrote this one down because i want to talk about it oh yeah that is the one so, oh, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about that yeah, in a second okay um but the only part that of the movie that actually frightened me at all was Rachel's sister, the story with her sister, who like yes, was which bedridden. felt like a completely different movie. Yeah, her sister's like bedridden with like this deformed spine, and yeah, the it, it's just kind of creepy. Um, but there is one scene where she's like hallucinating with the medicine cabinet, and, and she sees her sister like, like fall down. Yeah, like she imagines it, it like as a dumb waiter because that's how her sister died. She, she like, fell down the dumb waiter. Yeah, and. It was well done. I'll admit that that was, like, kind of creepy. I will tell you, though, I really did feel like that was a completely different story. I don't know if that's in the original thing or whatever it is. I can't remember. It's been too long. But, okay. Well, who knows? But I was like, this feels like a completely different, like, story. Mm -hmm. Also, 
the dad is so surprised like hearing that the mom all of a sudden is incredibly traumatized remembering her sister and it's like how long have you guys been together because they have two kids and they're just now the mom just now is like well you know my sister died but let me tell you now why it was traumatic for me and it's like why didn't you guys discuss this before they also it opened the movie like basically opens with them like arguing about religion yeah like the, the existence of god and it's like how long in like, front they, of like what should we tell our daughter they have two kids like how long have they been together that they didn't know the answer to that question or at least decide like hey you know i know you believe one thing i believe another but this is how we're gonna like i feel like that's a discussion you have when you're gonna raise kids of yeah. like here's how we're gonna raise our kids yeah but ridiculous yes but also ridiculous is that line okay, you have line, written down yes. there okay so just if we're just talking about like the hokiness of the dialogue um jason clark's character asked judd like how far his property goes back because i think they've got like 50 acres yeah. or whatever and judd just goes oh goes back farther than you'd ever care to go oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what oh also talk about the brain line Oh yeah! I mean, oh my god! So, like so funny. Well, this is a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I mean, Judge is sort of like indignant toward Lewis about something, and he's like, "It's something your rational doctor brain won't ever understand." I'm like, not exaggerating. <laughs> that's actual. Your rational doctor brain could never understand, as he's like explaining. <laughs> Mr. Scientist, Mr. Like, <laughs> oh, you went to college, then you're not gonna get these burial grounds. But again, things. like they're supposed to be friends. Like it's yeah. a big part of the story. It's- they're, they're also like Ellie runs into Judd in the woods, but then like a couple of scenes later, she goes up to his house and she's and just I'll, standing at the door. Yeah, and like she, a foot away from the door. And I'm not even kidding. Like knocks on the door and she's like, "Hi, Judd, it's Ellie. I brought muffins. Are you home? No." And then opens the door and just walks into this man's house and starts going through his stuff. And like, that's <laughs> it, like that. And she is. She's not moving. She's just standing there on the porch. She's like, "Are you home?" okay and goes in it's like, like no what? pauses no waiting it is not believable no i not wasn't at all. taken into the world of the movie which i don't always need to be i'm not like you i, I can be fine if i'm aware that it's a movie that i'm watching yeah, but i was not immersed in the world enough to be i don't have to do that i like i like some schlocky horror movies yeah but like this movie wasn't good wanted to it wasn't good it wasn't even entertaining it was like it was stupid it was confusing I don't know that it was really confusing. It was. But... Why was that student? Like, oh well, there, so yeah, the there, were, there were some big plot holes. Yeah. Half off, and then reanimates in front of the dad, and is like, "Some barriers aren't meant to be crossed, Lewis." <laughs> and then goes back to being dead. And then the son Gage keeps seeing that college student in his nightmares. Well, in the original, oh, uh, in the he original, wasn't buried. Why is in the original one? And I. St- I don't know if they address this in the original one but victor pascal that's the kid who gets hit by the oh. truck and dies he keeps coming to him and like warning him not to go through the like the barrier that's in the pet cemetery oh but they don't really communicate that very clearly in this one and if there's a reason that victor pascal is delivering this knowledge to lewis I can't remember it, and they certainly don't have it in this movie. They do not have it in this movie. I was just like, why this kid? I mean, we saw him. He watched him die, which sucks, but, like, no one was going to put Victor in the cemetery. Like, yeah, I I don't know. It's just, it's really weird. I don't. I I don't recommend. No, I think. I do like the loon line. Yeah. Just alone. I'll remember that for 
for a long time. It'll be on some streaming service in a few months, and you can watch it and have a good laugh with your friends. But I would not recommend paying money to see this. I was so bummed. Like coming out of too. coming out of South by Southwest, this movie had really good reviews. At one point, it had like an eighty on Rotten Tomatoes. I think now it's dropped to like sixty or seventy. I don't um, know. And on but on Metacritic, it's like in the fifties, which I think. That that's what you always look at. Well, you know, but you can't take that stuff as gospel. Like, I've seen plenty of movies that I've enjoyed that are poorly reviewed. So, I, but if it is positively reviewed, I generally think that that's a good sign. I don't know if those people watched a different movie though, because this thing was garbage. I <laughs> I really did not like it. I thought it was incredibly disappointing. Now, like I said. We watched four good ones for this show so far, so it was only a matter of time before we 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 found a dud. But yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah. So Stephen King probably really liked that paycheck, though. So it's probably gonna be all right with him. Yeah, I don't imagine he'll be super upset. But <laughs> well, but it wasn't worth it to me. Well, I mean, we got to do it for this, so that's not... Yeah, it was... I mean, I like going to the movies with you. I like going to the movies with you, too. Okay, but... I'd still prefer to spend money on movies that are better than this one, so... It's just a loon. <laughs> I wish we you gave... You know what a loon sounds like, because the loon is it the, doesn't, is doesn't the sound state like bird of Minnesota. Oh, really? Yes. Emma's from Minnesota. From yes. And my mother can do the common loon call with her, with her hands. It's like a... Well, I can do it now, too. It's like, according to John Lithgow, so, I mean. I, just a loon. Oh, mm-hmm. I wish we could give our episode titles or just the movie titles, yeah. but if it wasn't, this one would be called Just a Loon. So. Just a Loon. Oh, God. What are we, are, do we, we don't know what we're doing next, do we? Well, they don't know what we're doing next. I haven't released the clues. Ah, well, look on our Instagram for the clues and maybe also <laughs> Facebook and Twitter. Because um, we're on all those things. All the socials. And uh, you probably know this if you're listening to the podcast, but we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Tune in, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify, SoundCloud. All the big ones. And you could leave the... us reviews. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Subscribe to it. Leave us reviews. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. That would be cool. Yeah. We'd, we'd appreciate it. We would. But... Yes. Yep. That's Pet Cemetery. Bad. We watch dead people. Kind of fun and entertaining. <laughs> so we'll be back next week with a new episode. Look on our social media for the clues. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Have a good one. You oh, too. Don't... Oh no! Wait. You're talking about. Well, Sorry. yeah. You... No, yeah. No, I get it. Don't see Pet Cemetery. Yeah.